Kanichiwa. Hello, welcome to uh, our weekly topical game discussion show. We're going to be talking about some free stuff this week, so hopefully a lot of people will be able to try this out. Uh, we're going to be talking about six free uh, VR short films, which we feel are worth you checking out. Um, this is going to be PC only because a lot of this stuff, I'm pretty sure, that, I think there's maybe a couple that are on the PSVR, but most of it's just on the PC uh, only. Um, but we'll mention the one, I think there's one that's on P PSVR as well, so we'll mention that. Um, as always, if you don't want to listen to us ramble for as long as we are going to ramble for, check the description. There will be a full list of everything we're going to talk about, including timestamps, um, just to save you obviously having to listen to us talk. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll get we'll get straight into it. Let's let's start with uh, Roots. What's your first uh, game? That's a short film, should I say, that you you recommend people watch? Uh, I was going to start with a uh, game or I guess experience called uh, Rapid Fire. Um, was it Rapid Fire? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell the damn thing. A brief yes, time. yes. <laughs> thank you. My notes. A brief history. Of My notes were not there. Yeah. yeah so this is um, actually an Oculus Oculus exclusive. Uh, studio is Transcendent, and it was released um, way back in November of 2016. Now uh, this thing is actually really cool. Uh, the first time I went into it, it actually um, really impressed me. It's uh, give it get like it says. It's a brief history of um, of the history of flight, and so they start with the Wright brothers and they show you all the different steps and um, goes through uh, quite a bit and um, it just uh, it was just really um, really engaged me and the, the sense of scale was amazing and some, some of these planes go right by you or go right over your head gives you a really uh, great uh, feeling of being there and um, a good, great history uh, just makes you feel really, really good about it. Now, Alex, I know you um, you tried this one. What do you What do you think of this one? Yeah, this is one that I've never actually heard of until you recommended. Uh, so, I um, I tried it out immediately that night, and yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Uh, it's uh, it's not very long; it's about five minutes long, but it goes through. The history of flight, like I was from the first right, is it the, the Wright brothers? Can name mm -hmm. of Yeah, the Wright brothers uh, playing shows them, and then shows just shows how flight evolved, and there's some really cool. I won't spoil everything that happens, but there's some really cool scenes in there, and then right at the end, there's this massive plane that flies over you, and it really <laughs> gave me the chills. It just made me feel really vulnerable because you, you kind of just stood in the middle of the air, the runway, and these planes are flying past you and flying over you, and Okay. Yeah, I just I really um I really enjoyed it and it it's something that um I've actually gone into probably over the last year six seven times and and sat through it again um just because it was so cool now one thing that um i don't know if they meant to do it but it sounds like the narrator is trying to sound like uh, matthew mcconaughey um it actually does a fairly good job of it or, or maybe that's just his voice but it uh it was um i would recommend this and now like i said it's oculus exclusive um but like right here you have all those uh it talks about like all the um different um planes all these planes are showing over here and then it says you know these are all the planes that went down in in such and such uh battle during world war ii or something and so that kind of gave me goosebumps as well because you know we we kind of forget the uh the scope of history and um it was a shitload of planes that went over my head um in this particular scene here 
What do you think of that scene, Alex? Yeah, it really drills it home, isn't it? I mean, it goes on for ages, just these World War Two planes just flying over you. And it's just, that's basically all the planes that shot that got shot down during World War Two, And it's just, it goes on and on and on. It's just, the sky's just full of them. So it's really a good way of, VR is really good at this sort of stuff, you know, just illustrating things and really drilling. I'm going to talk about one in a bit as well, which is like a World War Two thing. And it's really, really good for the immersion, just making you feel more of a, an emotional connection rather than you. If you just watched that on a, on a flat screen, you just wouldn't feel the same as when you stood there on the runway watching, you know, hundreds and hundreds of planes fly over and knowing that they all, you know, all those pilots died effectively during the World War Two. So, um, but yeah, I think we, we don't want to spoil too much because there, there is obviously we're pretty much playing the full thing here. So <laughs> we'll move on to uh, Wes. Uh, what's what was your first recommendation? Uh, the first one I want to talk about is a short film called The Bond, and basically this is an animated short film uh, that it, it's based on. The idea that's it's a common idea in Eastern religions as well as some New Age spiritualism. Uh, I'm talking about the idea that all living beings are connected. The idea is that there is some level of existence, some other plane, just above our sensory perception that we're all connected to and we're all one. And so basically what this, this short film does is it follows a, uh, a shaman and it opens up in this forest, as you can see on the trailer there. And uh, the shaman and his hooked friend come and the shaman obviously is in touch with this other sense, with this connection to other living things. So he sits down in the middle of the forest and he begins to explore and you can see this field, we'll call it, represented by strings, a bunch of little yellow strings going into his hands as he searches through the uh, ether. And uh, occasionally, you'll see a red one. And I, I think what those the red ones are meant to symbolize is some sort of turmoil, some kind of upheaval, maybe panic, maybe excitement. So what, hap what he does when he, he encounters one of the red strings is he has the ability to see through the eyes of all these living things. He is, after all, a shaman. Uh, so as he connects to whatever living being that he's trying to connect to, it takes you, the, the user in the VR headset, into a first-person mode. So all of a sudden, you become this animal, whatever it is that he's connecting to. And, and there are different ones. There's forest creatures. At one point, you're like a crab or an insect of some sort. Uh, there's another part where you're like this flying animal. And that was the coolest part of the whole thing for me, is when you're flying over this, uh, I don't know, it's an alien world. It's hard to explain uh, the, the landscapes. But uh, as far as the experience itself goes, it's uh, very, very high production value, um, colorful as it can be. Well suited for my new uh, Oculus Rift S, which I did go back in it and try it in the S, and it's absolutely stunning. This sort of colorful, bright scene is 
tailor made for that LCD screen. It really, really pops. But uh, audio visually, um, you know, top notch, high level stuff. It's a, it's about six or seven minutes long. It's not the longest thing in the world, but uh, very, very high quality and definitely uh, a recommend for me. Um, Alex, uh, have you tried this one? Yeah, I tried it. I, you you go you go deep on, on these things. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't really think of, think about it as like as some sort of meaning or any sort of deeper. Uh, thing to it. it was for me it was just okay I'm a shaman I'm taking possess of these animals the end sort of thing so you really like to to think, think about these things but uh, yeah it's cool I liked it I mean it's definitely it's definitely reminiscent of Avatar in the world you know the way it feels um, you it makes because it's really really good looking like the the, the graphics are really high end. Uh, it does feel like you're in a, sort of the Avatar film, and it, it makes you want to be in that world more, you know, as a VR game. But um, a couple of things I will say is that it's probably not good for people to get motion sick because there's there's some pretty fast movement. Um, and yeah, the bird at the end is is the best part when you look and you can see your wings. If you if you look too closely, you you can see that you've basically just got wings, and you kind of like you can see the seams cracking the seams, but. If you just focus and just look like kind of over your shoulder sort of thing, you can see the wings flapping and you're flying and you can see the world. And it's really, really good. Um, I don't know who makes these and like where they get the money from for them because they're free, but really high, high quality. And I'd love to see more of this sort of thing. I think it, Absolutely. I think it's Oculus exclusive, right? Or is it not? Yeah, I think most of these are. I think they're fun. a lot of them are funded by Oculus. Yeah, so so as just 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 be aware of that. As, <clears throat> as much as we hate Facebook, uh, you know, they just they are. <laughs> Oculus really is doing a lot for pushing, um, you know, the high end experiences and games for sure. Yeah, content. I, th I think for all their faults, uh, we would be a lot worse off content wise on PC VR if it weren't for for Facebook and Oculus. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, I guess I'll just go give you my impressions real quick. I, I, I you know, it's this game, their experience seemed really bizarre to me. Like, it was really cool, but it was just so bizarre. I mean, I guess looking at it from your breakdown, Wes, it, it definitely makes more sense. And it makes me want to go check it out from that, looking at it from that standpoint. I just remember watching it and thinking, wow, this is cool. And thinking, what the fuck is going on? Um, because it was just, it just kept going to, from thing to thing. But now it makes sense from like everything being connected. Um, so I'm glad you you um, you did go into that depth because, like Alex said, I just went in and checked it out and didn't didn't even really think too much about it. But uh, um, I guess that's why you picked this one because it, it kind of you know spoke to you on that level a little bit. So. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't know. I just kind of have an analytical mind. This is the way I look at everything is try to, if I'm in a game or an experience, everything, I'm always trying to think about what's happening here and really understand it. I don't know. I'm just a bit weird like that, I guess. But no, uh, you're, deep. You're, you're a deep person, so that's, that's good. good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, I'm like a, a new age Jack Handy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I highly recommend this one. It's really quick and uh, and it's free, yeah. so can't be free, right? That's right. No, no, no. Okay, we'll move on to my first one then, which is uh, I think like with with Wes, I picked mine based on like emo an emotional connection really, 
the first one um, I'm going to pick is Berlin Blitz, which is a free uh, little short film made by the BBC, which is a, a thing over in the UK, but they, they fund actually quite a few little VR things. And uh, this is... This is made by, I think it's Immersive, immersive Education, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, but they made the Apollo 11 uh, experience and the Everest, I think it was the Everest experience as well. So they've got some some background, or, or it was the, the Titanic VR, I think, as well. Um, and yeah, this is, the thing about this is it's very passive. You don't really do anything. You, you kind of just sat in this Lancaster bomber, uh, like, Re reimagined, reimagined uh, a bombing run over over Berlin, <clears throat> and um, the the thing that's, that really made it for me was just the audio is actually real audio. The, the, apparently, they sent up a reporter on this bombing run, and he recorded the entire thing, and he was giving that commentary about what was happening, and and you've got this old sort of English voice that you can hear him talking and. And you know, just trying to describe the scenes, but as he's describing it, they've recreated it in VR. So you're now, you're seeing the scenes in a in a in a three D space, and it's it's really good. Um, just just for the fact that you know it's, it happened, the recording, the audio was real. There's some text that pops up which tells you some information, uh, you know, which it really struck home for me a little bit. I don't know if it's because I'm over this side. Uh, and we obviously were affected by it more, but it's definitely something that I felt emotionally and I got a little bit teared up towards the end. So, um, Roots, I know you've tried this one. I don't think you were quite as emotionally driven by it. No, and you probably nailed it just because it was, you know, more to, towards your um, your immediate history, even though, you know, I mean, we're all connected and we all went through it to some extent. Our This country didn't go through nearly the... the the chaos that you yours did so i can imagine the biggest thing about this for me was the restriction on that i i didn't care for and just in certain areas um i felt like i really wanted to move more um but uh you know that's just me wanting a little bit more of it but um i think you nailed it like even though it wasn't really i wasn't as emotionally invested they did do a really good job of making you feel like you were looking at what was going on and um and it is a part of history that we should all uh you know as people went through things that you know i can't even imagine flying over um an area knowing that you were specifically doing that hoping that they would shoot at you so you knew where to drop the bomb you know like that's the thing they're shooting there you're getting the when you see the flak that's where you drop the the bombs at so um it took a special uh, type of um, generation to go through that, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, it was just—it so. was just real. I mean, that ha that ha that happened. You're sat in this little plane flying over Germany. There's, you know, there's an actual plane that gets shot down next to you. There's, you know, I mean, I I've got these really big headphones which have got like this bass thing on the side, so I crank the bass up, and you could feel the explosions and things that were still going around. And yeah, it was just really immersive. And just the fact that it actually happened, it was real, and this was happening, you know, countless times. Them going on these bombing runs, and 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 you know, most of them didn't make it back. So it was, yeah, it was, it was just for me, it, it kind of emotionally teared me up a little bit. Yeah, I can't so, imagine going through it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll move back on to. Uh, in fact, Roots, I want to save your Lex one till okay. last because obviously we're going to. We're going to do some spoilers at the end, but uh, 
Wes, um, we'll, go, we'll skip over to you next. What was your second uh, short film? All right, uh, the second one I want to talk about is actually in a similar vein of the first one. And it, it's uh, titled Crow the Legend, uh, not to be confused with The Crow, uh, although I think that would make a cool short film in VR if they did something with the crow. But uh, now this one is called Crow the Legend. It's uh, another animated short film, but it's considerably longer than the Bond. I think this one's around 20 minutes long. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's based on Native American mythology. And basically uh, it tells the story of the origins of fire, how... how uh, uh, the Native Americans, I guess, represented by animals in this, but it's a, a Native American tale. Uh, it's how, how we first discovered fire and how the, the crow, you know, the bird crow, uh, became black, where it got its color. And uh, this is uh, probably one of the more, if not the most, high production values in one of these short films that I've seen. It has a star-studded cast, uh, the, the lead character is played by John Legend, and uh, it is uh, it does have musical parts to it, so he is singing in this as well. And uh, Oprah's in it, and, and there was a few others uh, that I can't recall right now, but star-studded cast, um, probably not as visually stunning as the Bond, but it, it looks very, very good. It's just, it's more cartoony. It has more of a Pixar animated film feel to it when you're in this world uh but the sound the audio in this thing is top notch it's better than the bond it's uh and the voice acting is 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 just awesome uh so basically uh you start and you're you're in the forest and you the uh viewer are playing the role of the spirit of the seasons so what you're doing is you're bringing about uh, each season, you can see here in the in the picture, I'm bringing about uh, springtime or, or summer, and I'm making all of the flowers bloom and the grass grow. So that's the role you're playing. This is a uh, somewhat interactive experience. You're not just a spectator. You do have some uh, interaction with the environments. And when you're in the forest, you can actually uh, change your perspective and move around a little bit too. Not much. But if you uh, if you do push on your thumbsticks, you can shift forwards, backwards to the sides a little bit. Um, but but basically, uh, it spends a few minutes getting you familiar with the world, familiar with the characters. Uh, Crow, like I said, being the main character, he seems to be somewhat proud and uh, and beautiful. He's not black at this point. He has colorful feathers, like a, like a toucan or some kind of. Uh, rainforest bird but um, after you become familiar with the characters and become familiar with uh, your role in the story you bring about winter and the animals the characters they've never experienced winter before so you take your you know use your ability and bring about snowfall everything gets cold and uh, the story I'm not going to you know, spoil here is the story of how the lead character, Crow, uh, discovers fire to bring heat to the world so that they can survive the winter. And all in all, I think it was a very well done. Uh, I think it 
very, I think it's very obviously based on uh, Native American mythology, even though they have done it and put this modern flavor on it. Uh, it seems like the type of thing that the type of story that would be told around a, a campfire, you know, uh, a few hundred years ago. But uh, yeah, uh, very well done. And uh, like I said, one of the longer experiences and uh, enjoyable as well. So uh, uh, I recommend uh, very much so. I, I don't know what to say. It's uh, it's very, very well done. Roots, I, I think you tried the crow, didn't mm -hmm. you? What did you think about yeah, it? Yeah, I really liked it. Um, you know, I, I liked it so much, I even put my 17-year-old daughter into it, and she's not, she's kind of like a VR snob in a sense that she doesn't want to play a lot of stuff, and um, she really enjoyed it as well. And I think you nailed it with the Pixar feel. It just, ha it, it almost feels like you're in again in the interactive um short story and you get to play a part and you're doing stuff um i was really impressed with just the whole story overall as it developed and it brought all the characters in and you had the skunk and the butterfly and and the humor of it and um you know it just uh, it i think it was done very well and i will note that this is i think believe this is the one that we were talking about earlier that you can play on the playstation vr uh, but, um, yeah. you cannot, it doesn't have the interaction, I believe in, I, I'm not sure on that, but I know that people have said it's not as good as it's a, I think it's just a 360 video. Yeah. I don't think they've got the power to be able to render it in the headset. So you can do it on the go. You can do it on the PSVR, but it's not as good because it's just a 360 video. I've heard people, some people weren't very impressed with it on, on those platforms, but in, in PC VR, uh yeah it, it's all really it's all you know rendered in actual vr you can move your head forward backwards and you can interact so it, it, like you've both said it's very pixar it's very it's like you're in a pixar movie there's some some stuff later on which where they play with scale and stuff and yeah it's it's, it's a really good uh i can't remember i think it's about 25 minutes long maybe something like that so it's a re reasonable length um and yeah, the voice acting is all top notch. There's some singing in there, which obviously John Legend has got an amazing voice, so I didn't mind that too much. And yeah, I just thought it was really cool. I just sat there and I, I just watched it, and, and I enjoyed it. It's definitely something you could put a kid in, um, and and or a young young adult or whatever you want to term it, but uh, they love it. So yeah, anyone else got anything to say on that before we move on? No. Okay, we'll move on to my second uh, pick, which is a Google Spotlight story called Age of Sale. Uh, this Google have done, I think, three, three or four of these, and this was definitely by far my favourite. Um, the thing about this is that it's um, again, it's a very passive experience where you just sit and just watch the, the everything play out. But it's actually all done in um, made in VR, so it's made in tilt brush. Uh, animated into brush so just just looking at it and just knowing that this whole thing was played out <clears throat> obviously someone was in there drawing animating everything and uh, it's got that kind of art art style where as you're oh, this guy's doing <laughs> as as you're uh, watching it it kind of looks like a drawing almost that's moving and being animated so it's kind of did you, did you ever see that film uh what's that snowman film the old one where you know where the snowman comes to life, it's probably called the snowman, and and just the way that the it was all drawn, and you can tell it was all hand drawn and everything, and this got that feel to it. Got a sense, really good sense of scale, 
um, you're in the you're in the ocean on this little boat. You've got the ship that comes past you. Later on, the storm comes in. There's big waves crashing. It's quite intimidating, actually. Just that feeling of being on this boat in the middle of the ocean and and seeing the waves come crashing over and the, the size of the waves. And uh, we need to cut this video off at some point because I don't want to spoil what happens in it. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Roots. And I don't think you uh, this one it, this one made me really tear up second time I did it and it still made me tear up. I don't know why, it just really <laughs> got to me, uh, which I don't want to spoil because obviously that's part of the the, the, the reveal of the story. But uh, yeah, I don't think it really bothered you as much, did it, Ruth? I did a little bit, but I mean, it maybe because it was animated like this and I don't know, um, you know, and I guess that was more in a context compared to another one. It definitely has heartstrings feel to it and it's very well done and especially if you're looking at it from an artistic standpoint which i usually try to um because i think this is artwork um and i i when i see an experience like this um and the time that it probably took the person to make it uh, it just blows me away because I'm not the artistic at all. So um, I really do appreciate when somebody um, has something cool like this and it uh, and it just conveys and, and can elicit your feelings. Like you said, it it uh, it really says a lot for it. Yeah. OK, uh, well, I don't think whereas you tried this one, have you? Uh, I'm curious. No, I didn't try it, but I am curious uh, about how long is this. Experience? Oh, uh, it's just like five minutes. Just, just, just a shot, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's the out of the Google Spotlight stories. It's the one that I like the most. Uh, really cool, cool. There's just being on the ocean and everything in it, and it didn't really. I don't think it'd make people sick because they keep the boat. You're on the boat. The meet the sea. The sea's kind of moving, but your boat's not. As the boat's rocking, you're kind of level with this with the horizon. So I think they've done that to stop you from getting motion sick. So. I don't think people should get motion sick with this one, but uh, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. We'll move on from that because I don't want to spoil uh, spoil it with the video. But uh, yeah, let's go to the last one, which is obviously Roots, okay. your last pick. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my last pick was, um, we just talked about it recently, actually. Um, just came out a few weeks ago, Wolves in the Wall. Uh free on oculus store another oculus exclusive merch made by uh, virtual being studios beings studios which uh, was formerly known as fable studios and um uh the creator neil gaiman actually i i did a lot of research in here and i and i was it really uh interested to find out this came out in 2003 as a as a like a regular book and it it went on a tour of of being on uh, off broadway and like it, it's actually made its way through a lot of steps and every step has been critically acclaimed um which uh is just amazing um but uh when it all leads to uh to what's going on uh last year where it was released at the sundance festival um now this is three parts actually currently chapter two is being viewed at the uh um yeah let me get the uh video up here that might might help. I guess I clicked off of it. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's um, being viewed at the Tribeca Film Festival right now, actually, this weekend. And uh, second chapter is supposed to have a lot more AI in it, so get ready for it. It's supposed to be uh, a lot more interactive. Um, Lucy's supposed to uh, remember your interactions. She subtly uh, um, reads our intentions. And so that's kind of exciting as well. But, uh, but yeah, so 
what I liked about this one, um, and I said it before, it's the way that it, it includes you in the story, even from the beginning where she draws you as her imaginary friend. And uh, it just made me feel like um, I was her imaginary friend and it did draw me in and make me feel um, some emotions for her. And, uh, but uh, so she's hearing noises and the, the whole thing is, is her whole family is not, um, I guess they're pretty fed up. They're, they're not entertaining her stories anymore. And they just consistently, every time she brings it up, they're, they're pretty much slamming her down. They keep telling her that uh, um, there's no wolves in the wall. Everybody knows when the wolves come out, uh, it's all over. And, um, and so that it, it just keeps leaving that on an end. But, but uh, this, I would definitely recommend seeing this, but um, I know Alex, you, you check this out. What did you think of it? Yeah, I was really impressed with this. As a technical achievement, this is probably my favorite. I think Age of Sail is my favorite overall, just emotionally. Um, but this one, just from a technical standpoint of what they achieve, the interactive nature of it, uh, just just the, the, visual, the, the visuals, the 3D, uh, you know, it's really well done, really well done. It's like every time these, this, these guys make a new one of these little videos, they get better and better, and it just... It just makes me, we're at the infancy of this sort of stuff and when VR is more mainstream and they can start charging for this sort of stuff, I think we're going to see something absolutely incredible, interactive stories. Like, just think about a children's book that's like this, that a children's book that comes alive and the, the child's in the book and everything's happening around them and things and, and maybe even just go for more adults orientated stuff where it's, it's a darker theme and stuff. So there's, there's so many possibilities with this sort of thing. It is, it is really a new medium. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why we chose it this week, just to get away from games a little bit, because there's more to VR than just games. And this definitely showed me more than any of the others, just in terms of how far we can take it. I mean, we can take it so far in the future of what we can achieve um with this sort of thing just with the interactivity with the with the relationship you can build with with characters yeah uh we'll we'll we'll, we'll go into some spoilers in a second but Wes, i'll pass it to you just to give your thoughts on uh, what you think and then we'll go to spoilers and finish this up yeah yeah i said it before and i'll say it again this is easily the the best one of these vr short film experiences that i that i've tried best overall uh and it, and it it's just great in every way. Not only are the production values there, uh, but the story is really, really touching, and the uh, the interactivity is outstanding in it. The way that they bring you into the story, uh, the bit toward the end I thought was really cool, just from a, a, a personal taste, you know, perspective. It was it was uh, it was fun, uh, but. In general, with these short films and experiences, uh, they're even though a lot of them are short, this one isn't. This one's fairly long, but uh, there's so many of them out there. The, the way I would recommend that uh, viewing them, because who wants to go through the, the trouble of putting on their headset and getting ready just for a five-minute experience? You should line up three, four, or five of them. Do a few of the short ones, you know, in a row. And then end it off with one of these long ones, like Wolves in the Wall or uh, the, uh, the the Crow. One of the, one of the longer ones at the end, and I think you'll find the experience very rewarding. 
especially if you do your homework and uh, choose good ones like the ones that we're talking about here today. Uh, but yeah, as far as this one goes specifically, uh, the lead character, uh, the little girl, Lucy, you, uh, you become connected with her immediately. She's a very likable character, and uh, the voice acting is very well done. And, uh, you know, I don't want to repeat too much of what we said last time we covered it, but uh, by far, this one is the best one. If you uh, own a VR headset and you haven't tried this one yet, uh, I think you should do it, and I think you should do it today. Yeah, I agree. I think this game, uh, our experience, I guess, um, almost feels like a game because they, there's so much interactivity, right? Um, but it just uh, it just blew me away. And it's uh, it was this uh, now a question, um, Wes. I know it's a little bit darker theme theme as far as the wolves, but did either any of your kids try it, or are they old enough? Do you think to try it, or uh, they haven't tried it yet? They don't get in here and do the uh, PC VR a whole lot, and. and uh... I mean, I guess they are a little bit more now since we have the uh, the Rift S and it's easier for them to uh, put it on. But uh, no, they haven't yet. But I'm, I'm uh, I don't think I would have any problems showing this to them. It just depends on your your individual child. Uh, some may be disturbed by it, uh, but it, it's not graphic or anything. Not, nothing terrible happens. I think that the uh, the heavy dark part of this. It's kind of a, a an underlying thing that we as adults pick up on, but I think it may fly right over the head uh, of children. They're just going to be scared of the wolves that are in the wall. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They're not they're not going to really understand uh, what's happening here and why it's so disturbing. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to some spoilers because this video is starting to get into. Showing too much of the the gameplay. So if you if you've not tried it, we recommend trying that now. We're going to go into some spoilers. Just we've been trying to talk about some spoilers on this for a while. Um, go on, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say if, if Roots wants to just uh, start the footage over so that we can't spoil it for people. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, definitely worth checking out. All these are worth your time, in my opinion. I think that, um, Wes, I think you should probably check out the other ones that we've said as well at some point. It's definitely worth uh, having a look at them. They're, they're all pretty short. I think the the ones you haven't tried, you know, just to like, you're going to be able to f go through them in like 15, 15, 20 minutes. So. But yeah, they're all worth checking out. They're all free. Some of them are only Oculus uh, only, but I'm sure you can use Revive probably to use them if you haven't got an Oculus headset. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's definitely worth checking them out. Uh, we're going to go to spoilers now on Wolf, Wolves in the Walls. We'll probably spend another five, ten minutes on that, and then uh, we'll end the video. So if, you, if you're ending now, uh, thank you for checking this out. If you want to su subscribe, hit the like button, and do all those things. Check out our Discord. We've got some a little nice little community that's building up, and we, we talk about things in there, mainly game-orientated, but sometimes at the hardware as well. Um, and yeah, just thank you for, for checking out our video. Thanks. Okay, so let's get into some spoiler talk now. Uh, Roots, I know you 
had some theories on this, so I'd, I'd be interested to hear what your theories are on, on the story and why why things happened the way they well, did. Well, I used, I, you know, like when we were talking on the last week, you know, I've done a lot of research since then, um, and I and I my initial thought was that they were, you know, just kind of alluding towards the end of the the actual story, you know, when the end of the, when the when the story ends, the wolves come out and then it's over. But it's a three part series, and I know in the second one. She hears elephants in the wall and tries to tell her oh, parents. So, okay. to be honest, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm I'm really <laughs> curious now to watch the second one. Like I, I was. Oh right, I thought it was going to be like the story was going to continue, but I didn't realize it was going to keep retelling the same story with different. Y- animals so that's well uh, it's like it continues yeah it continues on like it's um like she i think in my opinion i think it's all about uh her being neglected by her family she's got a very very um vivid imagination and so she is hearing noises in the walls and i'm i'm torn between it being rats which i think it is rats and maybe some kind of pipes or something that are groaning in the wall or making weird noises um but she because you know things are disappearing at least to me i was making jam and they it kept taking those jars away from me and it was something was going on i think it's in her i think it's all in her uh, mind basically it's like she's you're her imaginary friend and she's like playing out these little stories in her mind she's just annoying the shit out of her parents and they're getting annoyed with her um Obviously, it's just the way at the end of it. Obviously, where the wolves came out, I, 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 yeah, it is a bit of a weird ending, and it's uh, it's difficult to know exactly what's happening because you you always feel like it's in in her mind, and it's in them. There's some really cool things in this. I think we should. Uh, in fact, Wes, do you want to say anything about the story before we move on to any sort of particular highlights of the of the actual experience? Yeah, I, I was, you know, I, I I definitely thought about it. A lot when I was in there trying to figure it out and it is difficult to, to get a read on exactly what the meaning is here uh, but my early theory on it and of course it's going to evolve as we get the rest of the story I, I think the wolves are symbolic I think it's a coping mechanism for her she's neglected there's a lot of turmoil and strife in her family but you'll notice uh, if I recall correctly every time she hears these wolves in the wall um there's she's also hearing uh some maybe an argument or someone talk and say something negative there's always something there that she's going to be wanting to uh uh dissociate from and ignore so that she can cope with it uh so i think that the wolves are just a way of her uh, being able to uh handle reality by uh not hearing it intentionally not hearing what's going on within her own household. That was my theory on it. The only part that doesn't make sense to me, if that's the case, is why her family would refer to it. You know, if, if, the, wolves, uh, if the wolves in the wall are her own personal coping mechanism, why would uh, everyone say, you know, when the wolves come out of the walls, it's all over? They- they might be, you know, like they said it was what the grandmother used to say that or something. So maybe like Lucy said that so many times that they're like, that's the way that they get her to stop. They're just like, remember, Lucy, you know, when the wolves come out, it's all over. Like, just shut up. <laughs> stop telling us this. Maybe, maybe uh, the 
dissociative personality is uh, a, a character trait in her family. Maybe that's the way her grandmother dealt with her problems as well. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think I'll have a more definitive answer when we get the whole story. But right now, that's my uh, operating theory: is that the wolves are some kind of a coping mechanism. Yeah, I think it's definitely imaginary. Uh, for me, it was just an imaginary side of things. So it was difficult because the way the way this plays out with the way that it constantly keeps changing the room around and when she walks behind something, then all of a sudden she's out, she's crawling out from underneath a table. It definitely didn't feel like you, it was real and it was actually happening. It just definitely felt like it was kind of fantasy and in, in, in an in a imagination. So, and that was, that was a really cool aspect to this actually, the way that I watched it again for the second time. Um, and I really noticed the way they did that a lot. It, it, like when the guy, when the dad's up on the stage, and he's doing his practice, and then she keeps walking around things. And every time you kind of, you naturally follow her. So as you go past, and then there's a block there, then he gets closer, and then you follow her again, and then he gets closer. And the way that they did that was really clever. Um, and obviously, that's not something easy to do because you you can't always tell where someone's looking. So they must have some sort of something in there that knows when you've looked past that certain point to then change the scene. Uh, yeah, it's really impressive technically from what they've achieved with this. And um, is there any, so I'll start with you, is there any standout moments that you really wowed you in this? Uh, just every, I, I, I was wowed from the beginning of the thing, but um, I guess if I was going to specify a, a specific moment, um, I, I just, when I um like in the beginning when you know when she's talking to you and she's like hey you know come down here you know like I legitimately kneeled down and was down there and and like for for a little bit of time I, I forgot what I was doing and I was invested in it and I was the imaginary friend and for that to be able to take me out of the fact that I'm in an experience um it just everything about this it's so artistic and and again like i was saying before to see something that so many people put so much time into and watch it all come together and and then finding out that you know this, this was written as a book 16 years ago and and the steps that it took to get where it's at the only thing that depressed me um and i was just thinking about that while while you one of you were talking about finding out what i did find out is um uh, this came out this version came out a year ago and the second one came out this week so i gotta wait another year probably till i get to see the second thing and that sucks man i want to go to the tribeca film festival today and watch <laughs> this shit you know so um they might they might bring him out quicker i hope so we don't know because yeah. it's uh, it's it's in that early access i don't know what that means with this because i can't quite work it out but I'm guessing they're going to release this, the other chapters. Maybe they're going to charge for them. I don't know, but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. And it'd be cool to play it. When are they all out to play through the whole thing again? You know, and watch it from start to finish. But uh, yeah, for me, the, 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 I would I did exactly the same as you, Roots, where she was she like was drawing the little thing and everything came down. I was literally crouched down. I was watching it, and then when you've got the glass and you're listening to the wall, I'm on my knees next to the wall, and you can hear. You can hear the mice, so that's why I think your theory about it actually being mice is true. And you can hear a mum like saying, "Now it's getting out of hand with her imagination and stuff." And so, that's where 
because it'll give you hints that it's not real and they're not actually wolves and that it is actually and, and I'm, something and else. I'm getting goosebumps, you know, just thinking about it. That's exactly what where West, what you were saying, comes into play. Like it is all about the, you know, her, what's going on in her life and her family, and and I think it is a coping mechanism that she's. Uh, she's hearing these things to distract her from the things that she doesn't want to deal with. And I don't know about you, but I wanted to punch her brother in the face because um, he's an <laughs> asshole, you know. <laughs> but uh, well, he's a kid, he, you know. Yeah, he is kind of a jerk brother, but that's kind of a common thing. I, I get it. He, he doesn't want his little sister around. But uh, I think if, if maybe the parents gave them both a little more attention, maybe the little brother wouldn't be such a jerk. Right. Yeah, because like they're totally doing that, their thing, right? And ignoring them. The, yeah. uh, that part was really cool as well, where you're in the, right, you end up in virtual reality, and then she pulls the headset off. And then, because you don't, it's like the way that they blend in, and then all of a sudden she, She's pulling the headset off, and you see the headset, and you see her, and it's, the way that pulls you out. It, it was jarring. It kind of right? reminded me of that feeling you get. Yeah, it was that feeling you get when you do come out of virtual reality in real life. You know, you, you you're in a game one minute, and then the next minute you're in you're in the real world. Well, with this, you're within a game, and then you you come out back into the world of the game. So it was it was really clever the way they did it, uh, and yeah, just really immersive, very well done. And just the amount of interaction, interaction with the like drawing on the walls and things, and yeah. Anyone else got anything they want to say on that? No, just that, it, that it's awesome, and even talking about it right now makes me want to go into it again. Same so, here. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, if you're not, Do it. which I imagine anybody that's watching still has probably already done it. So. Yeah, I mean it's free for God's sake, so it's, yeah. there's, no, there's no reason not to check this out unless you haven't got an Oculus and you don't want Revive and all that shit, but if you've got an Oculus or if you don't mind using Revive and hopefully it'll work with Revive then uh, it's definitely worth jumping in and, and, and trying out. Uh, but yeah, we'll leave it there. We've, we've been going for how long? We've been going for 45 minutes, which is <laughs> we can never do these for short, short little videos, but uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. So Thank you for tuning in. I'm sure anyone who's listening now is like the hard, more hardcore, dedicated people who are uh, following us. So thank you for sticking around. And and uh, any suggestions for future content, let us know. Yep. Perfect. All right. So we'll okay. see you next time. Later. Bye. Thanks for watching.